now that you're hungry, <laughs> now that you're hungry, <laughs> I mentioned at the start of the service that I was a janitor. And one of the jobs that I had as a janitor was to repair things that were broken. And teachers had chairs just like this in their classrooms. And what would happen over time is, I don't know if you can see this, but on the bottom right there, that chair is missing one of its feet. And when a chair is missing one of its feet and you're a kid in the chair, all of a sudden it becomes a rocking chair. And kids are really good about rocking their chairs so hard that <laughs> they go over. And it frustrated teachers. And I got no end of, Mr. V, Mr. V, would you please come in my room and fix my chairs? And so I saw that they were frustrated. I saw what was going on. And I, I did something about it. Who knew? You could call the companies and they made chair repair kits with feet. And you could match the feet up. And, and so I did it. I just saw it and I did it. Now, I got to tell you something about yourself, and you need to take some time today to kind of understand yourself. There are two types of people when it comes to initiative. You may be like me, and you may have a default setting where if there's something that needs to be done, you just see it, you notice it right away. It's like, well, duh, somebody needs to do something about these dishes, or oh my goodness, there's popcorn on the floor, somebody needs to sweep that up. You may have a personality where, because of the way that you go through life, you just don't see those things. Moms and dads, if you're in a marriage, there's a good chance that the person that you really, 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 really love is not like you at all. Okay? Okay? So I need you to understand that there are two types of people. You either tend to see stuff that needs to be done just right off the bat, or you're like, what, there were dishes, really? Okay, and so just understand that. Now, most of you have come across things in life where you saw something that needed to be done. Uh, it may be a kid at your school, and every time on recess, Everybody's playing, but this kid is standing all alone, and nobody's talking to him, and he's off in the corner. And you know, you just know, this kid needs a friend. Uh, Ella, this past year, you took initiative. You heard that the people at our homeless shelter were running out of supplies. They were running out of garbage bags, and they were running out of other things. And what is it you wanted to do? help them. You saw something that needed to be done, and you did something about it. You may not know this about the Jesmond County Food Pantry, but 15 years ago, way back when dinosaurs roamed the earth, 15 years ago, uh, it was a group of teenagers who were really cajoling adults to make sure that food was being distributed every month. And it was teenagers that were packing the boxes. And it was teenagers that were organizing food drives at the local high schools because they saw something that needed to be done and they wanted to do something about it, all right? And so today, I have a very simple bottom line. Be on the lookout for things that need to be done. And understand you have a personality disposition when it comes to initiative. Be on the lookout. Here's the thing. Uh, God is a God of initiative. When God sees something that needs to be done, God doesn't sit on his hands and go, oh my, oh my, there's something that needs to be done. What are we gonna do? Ooh, right? When God sees something that needs to be done, God gets involved. 
God gets involved. We see this over and over and over again in the pages of the Bible. And today, I wanna remind you about one such case, one such instance of people taking initiative in in a way that mirrors God's character. And this is about Nehemiah. Nehemiah was an Israelite living in Israel when Uh, or he was an Israelite living at a time when there was no more Israel. Israel had been invaded by a foreign army. Israel had been conquered. Israelite towns had been burned. Many of the major cities were lying in ruins, burned and uninhabitable. And Nehemiah lived in a, uh, a city called Susa, which was part of the Persian Empire, when he heard about a problem. And that's Nehemiah chapter one. In late autumn, In the month of Kislev, uh, I was at the fortress of Susa. Han and I, one of my brothers, came to me with some other men who had just arrived from Judah. I asked them about the Jews who had returned there from captivity, and they said to me, things are not going well. They are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem has been torn down, and the gates have been destroyed by fire. So he's gotten a report about news back home. Back home, the city gates are taken and many, many, many feet away from the gate, which meant that at night robbers could come in, people could come in to do harm. It didn't have any kind of protection. And Nehemiah was upset. That's verse four. The Bible tells us, when I heard this, I sat down and wept. In fact, for days I mourned, fasted, and prayed to the God of heaven. He didn't eat and he prayed. Nehemiah was bothered by the bad news that he had heard. He was bothered. We're told in verses six and seven, he didn't just put the blame on other people. Listen to my prayer. Look down and see me praying day and night for the people of Israel. I confess, we've sinned against you. Yes, even my own family and I have sinned. We've sinned terribly. So he's not just saying those terrible people in Jerusalem, they brought this on themselves. He's putting himself in the mix, right? Nehemiah saw something that needed to be done and he was greatly bothered by it. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you were greatly bothered by something that needed to be done? Maybe it's something in your house, maybe something in our community, maybe something in our nation. It's kind of hard not to have your social media scroll before you and go, man, there's a lot of things that need to change, right? When was the last time you were greatly bothered? And then for parents, what would it look like if your kids began to notice the things that needed to be done and started doing them without even being asked? What would that be like, parents? (laughs) That would be pretty amazing, right? So how can you take this home? Step number one, if you're in the category of, you know what? I just go through life and I tend to miss things. I don't see things, right? Or even if you do see things, you ask God for spiritual sight. One of the biggest problems that Jesus encountered in his day and criticisms he had of the religious people of his day is he said they, they have eyes but they don't see. And he told the story of the Good Samaritan to drive that point home. Help your neighbor, right? Jesus was very forceful in what he said. So ask God for spiritual sight. Ask him to help you see things. Secondly, look closer to home. For those of you that are adults here today, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret about our community. 
a lot of our volunteer time, volunteer talent, and volunteer treasure gets in a car, drives up to Lexington, and does a whole lot of good up in Lexington. Now, that's not a bad thing, but it means in our community here in Jessamine County, there are a lot of needs that are going unmet. In our own food pantry, we serve anywhere from three to 500 households a month, but according to the people who do the data, there are 1,000 households who would qualify for help. So we're only not even halfway there to meeting the need, right? So secondly, look closer to home. And then lastly, here's a question. If you're married, something you could ask your husband or your wife. If you've got kids, something you could ask your kids. Kids, this is something you could ask your parents. This question right here, do you need anything? Do you need anything, mom? Do you need anything? Do you need anything? That's a question that you can ask, all right? The earliest Christians after Jesus and Paul, they took initiative. They saw that there were babies being left in the trash heaps of the Roman Empire and they went in and they brought those children in and they raised them. The earliest Christians, when plagues would sweep through the Roman Empire, they saw that people needed to be, they were sick and they needed to be taken care of and they took care of them. The earliest Christians took initiative and they, in doing that, they showed us that God cares, all right? I wanna pray for us and uh, we're gonna say a verse together in just a minute. Father, thank you again that you are a God of initiative and I ask that you would help us to see things clearly and help us to be men and women and boys and girls of initiative, that when we see something that needs to be done, we jump in and we do something. And I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Will you put my verse up here? I want you all to say this verse with me. We're gonna say it like two or three times because I, I want this to get in your brain. This is Paul writing in the book of Colossians. Here we go. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. Let's try that one more time. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. One last time. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord.